Hey, hi, hello. How are you? And how's it going? Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Jorge. We are having a great time. No guests today because fuck all you. We like being ourselves. Um, I don't know what else to vamp here at this I... part. You know what I mean? Like... I well, I have a few mentions for yes, this week. Let's we can do just jump straight mention. to that. Though let's you know what I did it was, while going. We to, skip all the small talk. We just get right. In. If you want a little bit of vamping while going to IMDb, no, it's um, I did notice that uh, what's her face is doing that movie where she's playing Marilyn Monroe, uh, Ana de Armas. Um, yes, uh, and it's like. I feel like we're doing a bunch of TV shows and movies where we're like doing like biopics of old timey people. Like there's that yeah. that uh, Lucy old Ball time. show or movie that Amazon Prime did, right? The what? There's they did a show on I I Love Lucy with like yes yeah they did yeah. a movie and movie. they did a documentary they gotcha. did a yeah and I feel it's like we run did we remake all the movies and now we just have to remake life is that. <laughs> We don't get a lot of new movies, you know. They thought they I know thought this is like we... a common comment, but <laughs> no, they've they've hit they've tapped the nostalgia for like the time frame uh, vein. So they're just moving directly to remember people who are old, and then they're yeah. just hitting that one and trying to tap into that. It's like we finished remaking everything. We're yeah. not ready for our second <laughs> round of remakes, and so we can't just go to the front of that line. So we've got... yeah, we're currently just burning through every comic book that's ever been made and any <sighs> people that people seem to be interested at all. Big shouts out, by the way. Speaking of every comic ever made, uh, big shouts out to the Netflix Sandman thing, which is coming out as well. Ch- like um, Spider Man Sandman? No, it's Neil Gaiman's. Uh, oh, I know. Unfortunately, oh, that's yeah. a that's a good. And idea, he's actually. Though. Involved in it too, which makes yeah, me feel that's a little totally bit different. That exactly. is that does not belong to comic books. I that's <laughs> that's always the thing with it. Um, but we are not talking about a comic book movie today. We are talking about a movie that does sort of tap that nostalgia vein, but not necessarily in the way you think. With Summer of '84, Summer of '84. I you was had actually, mentions. I'm so sorry. I had. We, we a, went on a complete. Well, yeah, I was actually working my way down the. Uh, <laughs> The front page of thebloodystream.com where you can see com. what the most popular uh, currently streaming films are according to this yes. API we use. So it's mostly like it's not people, according to us, people but, watching we... junk that's as free yeah. as possible or is like, you know, like common, <laughs> um, which is why we had to remove Tubi because they because she oh they just did poison the well. Huh. That's strange. Oh, or did Oops. we remove food? We moved. Uh, no, we removed Tubi TV. We did remove Tubi. Because okay. it was like pushing Dinosaur Hotel and shit like that to the top. <sighs> uh, well, I watched a movie called The Jack in the Box Awakening 2022. But did it's you not, really? It is not currently streaming anymore, it seems. I watched it this weekend. Was it, did it spike in popularity? We're like, we're pulling Jack in the Box Awakening. It's too much. Yeah, it was streaming on Hoopla. Hoopla. But uh, Oh, current? it might be the month. That's what I'm saying. Over. It's like, yeah. The, yeah, it's August 1st. So I think I think you missed your chance to watch the Jack of the Box Awakening. Exactly. That's why you uh, got to go back to the website and you got to listen to these whenever you, you can. Up with because it. It might, yeah, exactly. keep up with it. Uh, you can only tell it was the second one because there's a giant two in the poster. <laughs> there actually is a first one to that, which is great. Anyways, that movie that movie's like a smiley face. It was... Uh, surprisingly better than i thought it's like a low okay. smiley face i mean it's still <laughs> crap you know 
It um, is. It is a neutral. It's a neutral face with the corners slightly upturned. Yeah, it was. It was uh, entertaining enough. And while there is more CGI than I would like in it, Jack is like, they do have uh, some practical effects for him. Okay, that's not so, bad. Then at least yeah, you get to that's that's fun. You know, his mouth could barely move, but like, come on. <laughs> was it moving? Like, was it meant to be moving? Yeah. Or? It's a, and it's, it's one of those classic ones to watch with somebody else and just just enjoy and gotcha. Okay, make fun of. Uh, the other one I watched was War Hunt, also twenty twenty two. This War. one is. Is this a free to play mobile game? On you know, <laughs> you know what? I think there might be a problem with the site right now. Actually, because uh, it also says currently unavailable. Unless we also lost War Hunt. Yeah, because Summer of '84 isn't showing either. Just Watch must be having an issue on uh-oh. our site. We get all of our uh, our uh, data for where it's streaming from a site called Just Watch. That you can do the same thing, but they have a bunch of ads all over the place. Uh, and I think oh they... yeah, it's fucked up. Something's going on. Yeah, yeah. I checked it earlier. I checked it an hour ago, and it was yeah showing yeah. where it was. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So War Hunt is on. I want to say Netflix, maybe Hulu. It's out there. You know how to find it. You can use our <laughs> website. It'll probably be working by the time you're listening. To this. Hopefully, yeah. I was gonna say. Hopefully, by the time you're listening to this. Um. Yeah, I gave that movie a nauseous face. And you know, I don't Whoa. I don't hand these out easy. You I don't are, hand these out easy. I'm pretty yeah. fucking fast to get you to a smiley, but uh <laughs> it was one of those ones where they're it's like World War Two and they're behind enemy lines with the Nazis and there's like witches and like it's cool that they were witches and they were doing all sorts of fun magic and stuff. It's on Hulu, yeah. Yeah. Uh and there's like you know, it's that kind of thing. But I think it never works when you do military horror movie. It, the only one that has been reasonably good for me was uh, I want to think I want to say it was Overlord. I still haven't seen Overlord. I would have said Dog Soldiers. Dog Soldiers. Sorry, which there's is two. Actually, yeah, yes. which is actually a great where <laughs> for me. Film. There's two. I don't want to presume uh, Overlord on you, but yeah, Dog Soldiers objectively enjoyable and military plus. Yeah, horror. It was. They didn't do anything necessarily all that wrong. I just thought it was fucking boring, man. I just, I just realized that Mickey Rourke is the front person of this uh, movie. So oh, the is that, that Mickey Rourke? <laughs> it's well, I, what allegedly. A, what a fucking con! <laughs> that guy is barely in it. That's they do this all the time. Yeah. It was before um, before Bruce Willis revealed that he has. A, a soon-to-be debilitating illness and is doing Damn. all of this just to cash as much money. He was doing... He was like the poster boy for these types of movies where they're like, Bruce Willis in Deception. And it'd be like a completely different movie and Bruce Willis would be in it for five minutes, but he's on the front of the cover. And it's like, cool, that made a cool million dollars for yeah. free or whatever. Like, Yeah, Mickey Rourke was in a few scenes scattered throughout in which he's like in a different room, not yeah. not with any of the main actors, like with two separate <laughs> actors. They probably filmed it all right in a row. And then he does show up at the end to like do stuff, but it's not okay. for long. Um, yeah. yeah, I just thought it was more maybe people who are more into military movies. But see, I like war movies. I just, Absolutely. I get a kick. Yeah, military movies yeah. are no problem. Or it's yeah, a we, it's almost so I don't know a. If it's that. Do you think it's it, the mix of the? T- I mean, it's. I mean, it must be. Snug. I just. It's never interesting to me when it's like okay, we they like shoot at them with guns, you know, and there's just like a bunch of scenes of, of uh, like military combat, but it's not like driven by sweet narrative like war films are, where you're yes, like Saving Private Ryan fucking rips so hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, this doesn't have any of that, you know, like. <laughs> 
Oh, Are, you're telling me War Hunt on Hulu is not at the same caliber as Saving Private Ryan. I know. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's a matter of opinion. Maybe I just like don't. I, maybe I just particularly don't like war. If horror someone movies. thinks this movie is as good as Saving Private Ryan, please tell us. I meant if it can get through a smiley face. Because the thing is, like, I, yeah, like I would not watch it again. I would, yeah, I would, I would have been disappointed to to watch this one over anything else. Okay, good to know. Good yes. to know. I feel like, and then I realized. So I was gonna do Jack in the Box Awake. I was gonna make you watch Jack in the Box Awakening, which <sighs> thankfully, well, I guess now we don't know where it's streaming. Uh, but then I realized <laughs> we're gonna do summer movies, and I'm like, what summer movies do I know? Oh, summer of '84, easy. Hell yeah. So there we go. 2018, though, is when it came out. I did look it up. It is two years after Stranger Things started. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, because this is like a uh, you know pack of kid teens uh, embark on their little horror adventure, neighborhood adventure. Yeah, like yeah, with uh, 80s vibes all over the place. But synth out the you know. ass. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's good. I was gonna say it's good. It's just there. Like it's very clearly. It's very clearly pulling from that same thread, but not necessarily in the same way. Yeah. The uh, so Brian, what what would you? Oh, this one is streaming on Shutter and yes. Hulu and Hoopla and so Hoopla. not sorry, not Hulu. Shutter, Hoopla, Hoopla. and Canopy, Canopy, I believe. Very good, very good. Probably um, to be TV also, but but that's I right mean now. like everything you could find you could find this podcast somehow on Tubi TV probably. Yeah. Um, Hopefully okay, I forgot we just have to try to we gotta try uploading it to Shutter. Fuck. Um uh, <laughs> we'll never we gotta talk to them. What would you rate summer of eighty four? Um I'll describe a little bit this isn't necessarily spoilers, but it is an indication. Like this will be informing you also on the should you watch this before thing. Um this was cruising its way to a normal smiley face, and it uh built up to for me, honestly, a Mr. Cool. Oh yeah. Okay, we got we got ourselves a winner here, y'all. Okay, we can we have some stuff to talk about. I'm excited to talk about this one because the first time I watched it, I remember being like, I really don't know how how to how I feel about it. Yeah, it's definitely not super negative. But yeah, it's exactly. Probably, yeah, my like, big my big question is whether I'm at Smiley or Mr. Cool. Are I you? St- is that yeah. your? That's still your debate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's still it's it's persists. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think that's we'll have like particular things to talk a lot about. Absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, and so right now I'm 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 sitting at a at a Mr. at a, like a normal Mr. Cool, maybe high Mr. Cool. Sorry, smiley face, smiley face. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, warnings: there are depictions of child violence in this. Yes. Um, like more than they do in Stranger Things. Except now that they're getting older in Stranger Things, they get a little more violent because well, they're not they're barely children. <laughs> yeah. They've. I, it, Stranger Things has always had the thing of like there is an age. There is an age where you can age into horrible violence to you. Like, yeah. Even not, Barb in the first scene was just like, yeah, cool. You're fucking pulled away. Yeah. You're the one who gets the bad scene of the upside down stuff. And then everyone's like, that oh no. They always have different adventures based on what age they are. Yeah. Like, the older <laughs> yeah. you are, the more fucked up your shit's going to yeah, be. The worst thing. Even when uh, when one of the teens hangs out with one of the kids, like you know, he's gonna they're gonna he's... find a way to get his ass beat while keeping the kids safe, right? I was gonna say he's he's uh, I forget what it is, but like he's ranking up the adventure by being in your party. This isn't good, guys. You gotta yeah, be the, careful. The difficulty's <laughs> not set party wide. Yeah. Like, they'll be like in a secret Russian base, and the kids will be like lollygagging around Woo-hoo! and like just like it's fine. We can escape Russians. This is like a fun and cheeky then... adventure. <laughs> Meanwhile. 
Steve Harrington is getting the absolute shit tortured yeah. out of him by like actual <laughs> Russian military. I getting ripped. He's like, oh my fucking god. Like, yep. Let's uh, go grab him and get out of here. <laughs> so we meant. So the vibe, obviously, there's. Yes. It it is like a Stranger Things, but it has. It is definitely more from horror world than yes from like let's make it widely available TV world. Like even though the like danger is you know it's kind of sort of like the same idea of like kids in peril teens in peril like they, that's what both of the uh things bring up this is like very specifically uh, more grounded to be honest like it is more yeah. a There's closer what... threat than it is like oh my god a scary monster which is there, scary, there but... is some more realistic and sad things happening um, yeah there is like more of a focus on the loss of innocence theme it's almost uh, a more muted kind of strange, like to put it that yeah. way, like as if the colors were toned down a bit, yeah, but the synth yeah. stayed at the same volume, just aggressively. Yes. There's no and way there's, it didn't. It's like there is like heavily like more of a shadow hanging over yeah. this. It is like, it is darker, you know. Uh, should you watch it first? I, for most of it, I would say it doesn't matter, but honestly, like they are solving the mystery kind of, and yeah, I really wouldn't look up anything about this one. There is like, there's a major piece of enjoyment that will be better if you don't know what's happening before you watch it. I 100% agree. I think you should go watch this. If so far this has any interest to you, I would go watch it before listening to this episode. Yes. We'll wait. Are you done? Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's the most dead air I'll ever that was it. That was, I was going to say, Jorge, ready to speak at a moment's veins yeah. popping out of their head trying to like, so let's let's uh, speaking of popping, <laughs> pop open that. Uh, let's absolutely get on that disgusting, horrible mattress covered with doilies to centrally thumb circle and open the spoiler configuration. Okay, so we got we got four kids here, right? There's yeah, uh, Davy Armstrong, who just goes by Davy. <laughs> the actor actually plays the young version of the Good Doctor, I believe. Like on the show, The Good Doctor. Really? I'm pre- if I because the guy's name is Sean, right? He plays young Sean on The Good Doctor. Okay. Yes. Then yeah, I believe that is uh, that is the proverbial Good Doctor. Yes. Yes. Or the uh, titular Good Doctor. He also plays Nathan Burgle in Fargo. Which Burgle is a great name in the TV show, or it the, seems to I be mean, the TV. Yeah, it's a TV show. show. Yeah, because I'm seen sure that kid was born. <laughs> embarrassingly, I've seen some of the first season of Fargo. I enjoyed the shit out of it. And then I got stuck and just never picked it back yeah. up. So it's gonna That'll be—it's one of those I gotta like watch through. Yeah, the uh, that's that's like the the main character, you know, like yes. the the plain one, right? Like he the, the plain normal me, one. He's—I was gonna say—he's the leader normal one because he's the yeah. generic guy. Um, he These reminds kids definitely me, don't have a leader though. Like they're no, they're definitely they all just yeah. They're a series of second in commands that never nobody bumped up promotion wise to number one on their yeah tag. they you kind of wonder why they're hanging so let's go let's finish going through them yes. uh the second one uh played by judah lewis is called tommy eats Eaton. like tommy eaton they call him eats he exactly. is actually the main character in The Babysitter and The Babysitter yes. Killer Queen, which I can totally – I can see so obviously now, and I didn't realize until I looked it up. I – in it, I was like, you – I didn't know what he was in, but I was like, you've been in other stuff. And yeah. then looked well, it up, he's like, also, holy shit. Like, he's also the main character in both of the Christmas Chronicles. Ooh! Starring Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. 
Oh my get, god. Did I get that right? Both of those series are on Netflix. Yes. When's the crossover episode where the Christmas Chronicles and Babysitter worlds merge together and you get the Cole variants or whatever his fucking name is in either Ooh. one of them together and he gets to do a bunch of green screen with himself. And it was Kurt Russell Santa Claus, by the way. Fuck yeah. Love a bit of Kurt Russell Santa yes. Claus. Eats, Eats is the... Uh, the like the leather jacket the wearing rebel, kid, yeah. you know, the, little, the rebellious one, the one who would teach you to smoke and and like probably plays with a switchblade. Although he I was just gonna say, has a switchblade in this movie. <laughs> um, then we have he has uh, a Ramones jacket in this. Yeah, yeah. We have a uh, Dale Woodworth. They call Woody. Woody. Um, he's surprisingly you like. Oftentimes, these movies will have like you know like this Stereo. is the fat one. Yes. And it's, but they don't they don't just do him dirty like that. He Correct, yeah. At no point are they ever making fun of him for his weight. I don't have, remember him eating in a single scene. That's a big that's a You know big what I mean? Thing, like you know, that's actually huge that they don't have him eating in any of the scenes. I was about uh, to be really mean. <laughs> they Yeah, he has like his own yeah. his own personality that is not just the fat kid, which is It's very good. Which yeah. is great. Um it is like the he is like the the dirtier one though, like the <laughs> like they're I mean they're all like very into the idea of sex and girls. They're all horned up teenage boys in they're the eighties, like, so the like the respect for <laughs> they are not like toned down movie horned no. up either. These are yeah. like you're getting to see some real authentic teen conversations. This is like closer to Porky's than like any of the like this I've is never like never seen Porky's either. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is quite upsetting. Porky's though. coming up on the bloody street. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what? It's I. I like that they didn't do Woody dirty like that. And then we have <laughs> Curtis Faraday. Faraday. Which uh, Faraday Cage? A lot of people are named Faraday. But I is only it think just about... in reference to Faraday? Is it just fun to? Uh, I don't think so. I think okay. Faraday because I think Faraday was just a name, and then the. A Faraday cage is called that because the inventor's last the person, name was yeah, Faraday. Of course. Yeah. Um, which, if you don't know, is one of those cages that stops like any any sort of signal from going in or out of it. Going in or out. Very good. Very I don't good. even know if it's real or theoretical or what, honestly. That, I always fuck that up with Dyson Sphere. And I'm like, no, Dyson Sphere is very theoretical. Yes, that one is not <laughs> real. That one is not real. <laughs> uh, Although, got... shouts out Umbrella Academy for bringing that up. and trying Oh, to hell yeah. Let <laughs> yeah. me get around to that. So these these four teens, right? The yes. uh, uh, I should say Curtis Faraday is the the nerdy kid. They do do him dirty, and even as nerdy kid. But honestly, nerdy stereotype way more okay than fat kid stereotypes. So. It has more. I was gonna say it has more range to it because it yeah. gives you it gives you a realistic motivation to a lot of the character instead of just a fat character going, "I want to sit down and eat." And I'm like, I get that fundamentally, but that doesn't work for a movie character. Yeah, he is also not like. Uh, the the nerdy kid who's like always scared and doesn't want to do anything and is being a wet blanket like he's down to clown you know <laughs> yeah, he's like he's a little say. bit more careful and he like does his homework but in general he's like he wants to to like party be involved yeah he wants to do the stuff my favorite this is sorry to kind of like bump in but like my favorite thing was they were in the library at one point and he starts a line where he's like Shh, like knock it off and I was like oh they're doing the typical nerd thing and he's basically like. He's like, some of us come here to study, and he's like, so don't get me kicked out. It wasn't that, like, he was currently like, oh, I'm being a nerd. He was like, dude, this is my fucking place to, like, do my shit. Don't embarrass yeah. me in the library. <laughs> like, 
Anyway, yes. sorry. So I, yeah, the, the teens, I think, is one of the first things we should talk about because they're, they're like a big, big part of this. Yes. Um, them being all different, they do this not so, like in, in, uh, in like TV shows and movies sometimes and stuff where they have like the group of kids that are all different types of people and they're still friends and normally it's just like, you know, they're just doing tropes and stereotypes. Yeah, so like absolutely. The Breakfast Club deal. Big, um, big Breakfast Club, yeah. In this one, though, they're... They didn't push in the direction, but like, there's a lot of themes of people having to grow up and things turning from, from like, yeah. childhood fun to to bad real life. Uh, they show us very very slowly, but like throughout like throughout the movie, each one of them, except for Faraday, and Davy, because he doesn't. Uh, both both eat Davey's and Woody. With his, yeah. Eats and Woody both have bad home situations, and they don't yes. show them until later. And they're like serious, and it doesn't match like how they speak to each other. You know, you're just because yeah. you're thinking like, oh, this is all fun because they're just shitty kids like talking about Four boobs teams. and shit. You literally, and then, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, your life oh, yeah. is still your life still sucks at home. Your mom's you don't... a sad alcoholic, and your yeah. parents are fighting and hurting gonna, each other. Gonna like, fucking kill each other. This is really bad. Like. And it's like that's right. You don't just go walking around being the my mom's an alcoholic kid, you know. And even um, to kind of like put that point there, even though like with uh, Davy, we get basically the most stable house we see because we don't really see Faraday's. We just don't get yeah. like an insight yeah. into it. It's strange um, if you don't get Faraday's. I wonder if they just cut it. That I mean, that's my thought as well. But um, even with Davy, like his dad works a lot. And mm-hmm. is not around for certain, like, he's there for part of the movie for sure. And he's definitely a character. But, like, there's a specific time when, like, he shows up. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, now he's involved. But, like, for at least half the movie, he's just gone. Like, he's always working. He's always doing something else. Like, he's away from home. Yeah. And, and, and a, he you is, can tell that, like, strain a little bit. It's something. He does. Yeah. He has an attitude of, like, and, like, just deal with it, kid. You yeah, know? exactly. Like, no, like, no, you can't play with my work camera. Like Yes. It's I, very... I am still going to make somewhat like chummy jokes with you, but like, yeah. I'm an adult and you, you should be an adult too. I, it, it is that weird kind of almost arm's length idea of like, yeah, yeah. you're, <laughs> I'm your dad in that this is another almost work style relationship. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Yeah. The other one I want to talk more about is uh, Eats because he has, you know, he's, he's wearing the leather jacket and he's like being the Mr. Cool kid. Yeah. Uh, but they do. I think a lot more on purpose to be like, he's not cool. You know, like he's dressing the part. Like he knows yeah. like he's clearly trying to be a certain way. There's just little things. Like, I feel like they purposely like greased up his hair bad. You know, <laughs> they show that his, his brother is like the more like actual cool person. And his thing is that he's 20 and works at the hardware store. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of there's a surprising amount of deconstructing myth of that eighties nostalgia yeah. in multiple ways. That's like a good point. like what you're talking about with Eats is also like he doesn't play the same role in the movie that the rebel would in any other series. Yeah. Like he teaches Davy how to pick a lock, but like a lot of the time he is against a lot of the plans that are happening. And That's like right doesn't want to be involved in certain things. It's it's interesting how they kind of yeah. do that. And even the lock picking, he's 
Davy's like, how'd you do that? And he, he reveals that he just like shoves a, uh, a hairpin in and just like jangles it around till it <laughs> till it opens up. Um, they also they have a treehouse that they hang out in. It's, yes, it's at Eats his house, and like yes. one of the things that he's most upset about in like the entire movie is that is his father like tears it down. Um, yeah, he threatened that. That happens at the movie. very end of the movie is like a very obvious like your innocence has ended. This is a metaphor. We're yeah. t- <laughs> Um, <laughs> cryptic metaphor but um, you know having like a children's treehouse is not like what like a cool, cool smoking yeah. switchblade kid would like Precisely. actually like, care about I mean they are like looking at porno max in there and going home to wank off but uh, <laughs> they the amount of discussion about masturbation is hilarious <laughs> yes you're not gonna have fun if, if, if that's if that's gonna be grating if for that you. juvenile shit like cause the, this is like one of the parts where I was like this is definitely a uh smiley face through the beginning part of it was like the dialogue for a fair amount of this movie needed a little bit of a polish in terms of like its own things. But I will say part of that feeds into later, which makes me like, mm-hmm. go, Oh, actually it's not as bad um, as when I was first like watching it. I was like, Oh, this is kind of like not great for what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah there's just a lot of juvenile, like, Talking yeah, about they're jerking off and having sex, and you know, I do remember when first watching it, their their conversations were a little jarring. It's just not usually how you see anybody talk in in movies, you know, <laughs> yes. because there's usually a little bit of glean put on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but in it does end up working with the like the tone of the movie by the end because they are like slowly revealing to you that like you know this shit is like fucking darker than you think it is, and exactly we're like going for something else rather than just the Stranger Kids. Stranger Things kids fun vibe, you know. Correct. Which is good. Which is really good. You don't want just like a, a ripoff of, of Stranger Things here. Yeah. I mean, the main thesis of the film is set out right at the beginning, which is you don't know who people are yeah. underneath. Like, they which, show you what they want to show you. It could be anybody. Yeah. That is the only part of uh, writing that I did not love is the... The main Davy does a narration at the yeah. beginning and end of the movie, and it is, it is not good. It is overt, sloppy, not cool. Yeah, just like sloppy, sloppy the... work on that. And he uses one of the lines one of his parents too, and it's because like, <laughs> the, like the the tagline and the thing that he says twice in the movie is even serial killers have to live next to someone, something like yeah. that. Um, and they 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 think that's the line of the fucking century. Yeah, which is straight like. I was I was fine with the monologue at the beginning. What I would every have serial liked, killer lives next door to someone. Exactly. Um, what Which I would have true liked, also, but sorry, not necessarily. Exactly. It's not necessarily. Ted Kaczynski fucking lived in a. Well, he wasn't a serial killer, but anyway. Um, the idea, like, I had no qualms with them doing that at the beginning, even though yes, like the quality of it could that that needed like another full draft, yeah. of, like. We got to read this out loud and then think about how silly this is. Especially because um, that's that's tied to the part of the movie and themes that are like the good. One. Like it's yes like that that the stuff that they're doing there with like loss of innocence and you don't know who people are and stuff is like ascending to like we're like actually like a good movie and we have like exactly. a good thing going on here. <laughs> so like having the bad writing be attached to that portion like, is like you're like oh no, <laughs> don't use that as your flagpole for that man. Like <laughs> I was hoping that. Because that is also like that kind of narration with like the synth and the bike going on is it's parallel. It's bookended sort of like Jorge was mm-hmm. mentioning. I really had hoped that 
they wouldn't have said anything during the end. Like, they would have done the scene as is, but in, like, this upsetting silence of, like, this isn't fun kids stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's this changed thing of what it really is underneath. Um, Yeah, so that could have used some work, but... Yes. Um, Somebody... I'll mention now so I don't forget when I need to mention her at some point. Davies, <laughs> the main kids, is a neighbor is Nikki Kazuba. They don't ever yeah. say these last names. They the say movie. Nikki Kazuba one time. Okay. They say it in the treehouse and that is it. And the only reason I know that is because they said Nikki Kazuba and I went, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you picked that. You wrote the character. <laughs> like you picked, you chose I'm that. She could have been s- Nikki Johnson. She could have been anything. And you went I'm Nikki so Kazuba. I'm so sorry if your last name is Kazuba, I'm listener. So, I, it's honestly way cooler in real life. It's just, Exactly. It's, it's just crazy to pull that out of a hat, you know? <laughs> Um, uh, also, she was one of the other. I don't know at the status of everybody else. I didn't look, but uh, she said at one point. I think she said the phrase like "freaked me out" or something like that. And I immediately went, "Canadian, you're a Canadian." And then I looked her up, and she is from Vancouver, British Columbia. It is a French Canadian movie. There, <laughs> most of the casts are Canadian. Canadian. Yes, it's you caught her. Sometimes you get an you get an a boat, or you I get can't an... catch it. I can never catch it. <laughs> Um. Yes, she's yeah. she's made to be like uh like in they she's the girl that like Davy shouldn't have a chance with because she's like extremely Correct. attractive in school and like popular and everything and Not older we and it. was his really... babysitter. Through. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, call a fucking Judah Lewis going right back to the babysitter gimmick in this too. I mean, he wasn't yeah. a kid this time, yeah. but. He had to give it up to Davey. In the Christmas Graham Chronicles, or, or, is or, or, he romantically or, 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 involved with his babysitter? Or? Um, no, I think part of the thing is that they're home alone. That's why they can go off with Santa. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. So I will only see the first one, I think. Good uh, to know. So this is also unexpected, the way that we that we treat Nikki. Like, she lives next door. There's, like, them peeping through the window at her and yep. all that. Um, but her parents are getting a divorce, and she starts <laughs> so- coming over, like... She, she shows up in what you think is just going to be a dream sequence for Davy, but she yeah, just shows like, up at his house and like starts being cool at him and like talking flirty with him mm-hmm. and like almost kisses him before leaving. And uh, she just continues the, to throughout the movie, just keep hanging out with Davy because she's like, you're the yeah. only one that I like or want to talk exactly. to about any of this. <laughs> you, she, she, at first you're like, Oh my God, is this going to be a ridiculous thing? It's like, no, it's a desperate, like, plea for understanding from another human being because she has to perform in front of her like of age friends and this person she has a you know younger connection with is she can be like help my life is a shambles i need somebody like it's i'm kind of laughing because of just like the like frankness of it but it is like this very it is surprising how much it's like this is this isn't good. And she is yeah. like, but she's she likes, still a kid. You exactly. Know? Like she's she still is, a teen. Like it's that like contextualization of like, yeah, she is, she's going to college next year, but like she's 17, you know, she's 17, maybe 18 right now. But like, she is a kid like yeah. for all this intents another, and purposes. This is one of those other things where what's happening there is good. Like that storyline yes. that she wants to hang out with Davey because of this and that. But the way it's done in the movie sometimes is like too overt. Like yes. we're in a, we're in a weird 
halfway point between like an actually fully good movie where we wouldn't have these complaints and just like a terrible movie where it's like you don't fucking know what Correct. you're writing or just like crappy b-horror movie or anything, that's you know? the main like to kind of sum up my main problem with this movie is the execution of the writing because like the planning and the ideas and the motifs and mm-hmm. the themes are all there and they are all good like they are actually things you want to explore and they are they are clumsily looked at in this yeah. movie, to put it, I think, best. Yeah, yeah. One of the other problems I had with Nikki is that she does serve as kind of... Uh, I'm, I'm not finding the fucking words for it, but as just like an object of fan- fantasy fulfillment. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and being that this movie is so focused on like boys being dirty and everything, having like the one main uh, female character be an object of fantasy fulfillment for really the viewer and the the main kid yeah. is somewhat problematic and I wish she would have had a little bit more on her own. Um, yes. Maybe I would I, and it might be that it just like didn't work out as well as I would have liked because it, the, it, the execution was handled a little clumsily. Precisely. Um, um, there was, she's, yeah, she's around. There was one point cause we're in spoiler configuration right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, there was one point in the movie where I thought she was going to be the killer. <laughs> Damn. That would have been awesome. <laughs> that was, there was literally, there is a point where they're going into a basement and uh, Faraday says something on the radio to Davy. It's Davy, Woody, and Nikki now alone in this like house going into this basement. And he's like, oh, it's not this. It's not this. And I'm like, wait, are they going to completely go yeah. another direction and have Nikki be this weird serial killer? Would have been the babysitter what? again. God damn, would have fucked. Would have been that. Um, so yes, that brings us to what the actual plot, plot. of the movie is. Uh, one of their neighbors, Wayne Mackey, is mm-hmm. like a beloved hero cop in the town. Uh, and Davy starts getting reasons to believe that he is a serial killer that has just like emerged on the news in their town. I forget yes. what, the, what the what title they gave him. The um, Kate May Slasher? Something like that. It's Kate that. May something. Kate May Slayer. Yeah. Slayer. Yeah, who specifically <gasps> targets children that are in their age range. Like they <laughs> Literally. Give an age range and it's like, oh, so exactly them. Kids 12 like, days. Fuck. <laughs> uh, something about him, like very clearly, we see this throughout the movie that this is something I liked that they did not like end up saying he didn't mm-hmm. monologue it out. They didn't do anything for me. There was something about him wanting in like to kill kids at specifically that age to keep them that age forever. Yeah. He, he, they show him handing out uh freeze, like, pops. freeze pops to younger kids at some point, mm-hmm. And he's like watching them happily. And he does say something to Davey along the lines of like you're at a great age i wish i could freeze it for you yes you know? they do so the one thing that i appreciate and i think this might also be due to the performance <laughs> Sorry, if it's not clear mackie's the, the serial killer mackie's 100 it's, it's a it's rear, this is just rear window at a certain point it's disturbia it's rear window like it's all of these movies. most of the um, movie we know that he is because davy's we have this like we're with davy with like there's no other suspect like it's not it's not a mystery yeah. in that sense it's a mystery in the only mystery would be, is it confirmed or denied? Like, the deny would be the reveal at the end. You know what I mean? There's, it's not there's like a, going... There's a point, like, halfway through the movie where to, to prove that he's not, he 
calls a number and then Davey yeah. asks the operator to look up the number and he called his own his own house home which is so it's, it, it's nobody builds would up, up to the like duh uh, he's definitely hiding something yeah. yeah and at that point forward like you know it's him there's so no then, other way yeah that section that that you mentioned where Faraday's <laughs> like it's not him we have evidence that it's not him you're like no it is him no it's still him like he's fucked so up so that's I feel like that part loses a little bit of impact I feel like they're both trying to have it be a mystery and yes. also show you a lot of like why it definitely is him. So a hundred sloppy as well. Um, which exactly. Cause it's, that's also about covering up a kid being in his home that Davey saw. So it's like, Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's very bad. Yeah. Um, a, a kid the, who then went missing. Exactly. Um, yeah. There are uh, the Mackie is played by rich summer who mm-hmm. uh, I know from mad men. He was, he, I had, thought you would. Yeah. Yes, he's that. a side character throughout that entire show. He's very good in that at being a fucking, schlubby loser asshole and in that. this like in this there are certain scenes where i was like you chill me to the fucking bone jesus christ like um yeah. he had but like and it's the simplicity of some of the lines because he says like yeah he says like i wish i could keep you at that age mm-hmm. but like it's said normally and the yeah. normalcy of it is what makes it upset you're like oh Oh, I don't like that line at all. Like, in what? its context, ever, I would never want someone to say that to me. Because <laughs> what I really like is for the majority of the movie, while we know it's him, you something just doesn't sit right with you until they finally say they admit that they are. And the entire yeah. movie, he refuses to like do anything where. It, like you know, how sometimes in movies when somebody's when they're playing the cat and mouse killer <laughs> like looker per, like game, yes. the killer is always is like, no, it's not me. I definitely killed her. They'll do, but yeah. it's not me. I promise. You. They'll do the like, I'm on the, f- I'm putting my face on of like, no, of course not to society, and then to the one person who suspects, they'll be like, you're right, you little bitch, and I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Anyway, like the- back to my normal thing. Like he is stone cold normal. The whole time, like until we we talked about the reverse of this in uh, last night in Soho, (laughs) where there's a character who who has this attitude (laughs) and he talks like he definitely is the killer without saying it, and then ends up not being it. Uh, (laughs) In this one, it's like he he does, yeah, he's just talking normal the whole time. He does enough to like put the pressure on the kid, like. No, he doesn't even pressure the kid. He does enough to us for it to be like he exactly. can still be the killer. Exactly. But he does not ever cross the line until like the very end. Basically. All of the things. So there's the Freezy Pop scene has a very good bit of acting from him in that he is like he's enjoying himself. He's smiling. He gives the kids the Freezy Pops. They all go and they walk, walk away. He smiles and laughs a bit. And then he just drops into a neutral like face. And, okay. like, the the sound kind of starts, like, going, mm-hmm. Ooh. and I'm like, that was good, because that doesn't mean anything, except right. the sound is telling you it's sinister. He could just be like, I'm not smiling, you know, my laugh ended, so I'm back to normal, but we're made to believe, like, it's it's very good in terms of perspective of making seemingly normal things look very bad. Like, there's a point yeah. where Davey is like, can you call? And he's like, I need to use your phone. And he's like, cool, I'll bring it over to to the door. He walks in. He walks one step into the precipice. He's a cop. He's a cop. And he's he's dressed like a police officer in that scene. And he's at the the doorway. 
and he come he's like can i come in and davy's like no i can't right now it's whatever uh and then <laughs> our cord's really long so i'll bring it to you yeah <laughs> yeah well that's so he has to come in when he first gets there and gets the no yes and then that's he right, moves right. he moves for the phone call like to prove that he's not the killer that's and right. davy's like no our phone cord's really long you stay right there <laughs> and we see while davy's going to get the phone and he's like kind of freaking out uh, the way that he so slowly just steps past the threshold, very anti-vampire, very much yeah. like I'm a cop. I'm allowed. You literally in. can't stop me from. You can't uninvite in. me. Yeah, you can't deny me entrance into this fucking building. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot Even of the pa- a lot be. of like the tension for us is the panic in Davy while that's mm-hmm. happening. Like. It's not even necessarily. Like, is he going to turn right now and exactly. go for it? You know, <laughs> he's he's alone. He has opportunity to do it. Like it's all fucked up. Yeah, um, yeah. So that, that's continue- those are parts of things that work really well. Are like yeah. the set setups of scenarios that like you don't even think about that become dangerous all of a sudden, and you're like, oh, oh shit. And then it also works that you have a main character who is prone to conspiracy theory and paranoia. Yeah, to like. Fit, he loves like, like UFOs and yes, like, he has a bunch of like National Enquirer kind of equivalent um, yeah. titles, uh, newspaper clippings in his room, and it very much helps to like amp up. It's part of what made me think maybe he isn't like maybe he's hiding right. something or something's fucked up, but like he's not the killer killer. Like he's just being weird or whatever, or mm-hmm. he's being dismissive of this kid where he's like, "Cool, oh I can't, whatever, fine, fuck it." Like I'm not going to deal with this. Something else that he also does that we usually don't see is. He already has thought of an excuse for literally everything. Yeah. One of the first clues that Davey gets is that he sees a kid who then goes missing inside of Mackie's house. And when uh, when they get enough evidence to bring to Davey's parents, his parents are like, you kids are so fucking stupid. <laughs> oh and God, you've been like so great. doing crimes on our neighbor. <laughs> And on our forces them all, like, yeah, he forces them all to go over to Mackie's house to apologize and say <laughs> what they've done and what they've thought. And so he asks about some of this stuff and Mackie so fast spits out like his excuse for it. And usually they do some sort of hesitation or this or that, you know, but he makes it so effortlessly that it it's it's like like the way that the direction was given to the actor was like in this scene, you're not the killer. You know, yeah, you're telling the truth. These are just that's how you should act. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. Which yeah, this just really very... fucking works because you're like, God damn, he spit that out fast. Which like, is that makes that does make sense. He talked about his large ass family, yeah. <laughs> which is also funny for me because like his quality of that is so juxtaposed to the haphazard nature and the like almost arrogance that Davy has about all of his plans where he's like, yeah, this will definitely work. And this excuse is definitely bulletproof. And I'm like, that excuse is so not bulletproof. I can't stress enough. You are a child who thinks you're going to get away with nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the amount of times where he's like, well, blame it on raccoons. I'm like, I guess, but dude, like... <laughs> I, and I love when the, the father is there because he says that the kid was his nephew. Yes. And he's like, we can go in and call him if you want. The father's like, no, sir, nope. we don't need to do that. And I'm like, you fucking played these chumps. Yeah, like- That's the classic <laughs> bluff, which I've tried doing bluffs like that in real life. They never they work. They never. Not, get- not for having killed people, obviously, but things where you just say- uh, Ooh, that was you know, the best bluff if you have killed people, though. Right. Now because- oh. see, what, see what I'm saying? It never it works. Never- you caught on right away. <laughs> God, um, you immediately. Sorry. God, every time. 
Thank God so, we're doing this one from remote. Otherwise, you would only hear Jorge for the rest of the episode. Yeah. He does. He shows up when he when he goes to see Davey and they have the phone thing. He's like, is there anything else I can do for us to not have bad blood between us? Yeah. And he's like, you said you'd call your nephew. Can you do that? He's so fucking ready to do that. Yeah, he's, he's like, like I cool, great. Literally the perfect plan. I call my own house. Nobody picks up easy. <laughs> I can do that for the rest of my life. You know. Uh, yeah. I love that. That's 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 so simple and absolutely works to, for him to to have full confidence going in and following through with the bluff. You exactly. Know? Yeah, it's fucking great. Um, so and it really back- shows that dynamic between like adult and child in that yeah. he has a thoroughly thought out plan for how to keep this together. And it, it run like barring Davy's own paranoia. He would ne- he would own every kid on the block if they tried to fucking yeah. get him. Like he'd have, they'd have no chance against him, but Davy Another- is so fucking paranoid that he, you know, calls the operator to his own house is like, what did just call? Like what, who just yeah. called right now? I'm like, you're fucked. Dude. <laughs> like, Another good choice they made is not showing him doing any of like the kidnappings or the murders really. Yeah. Uh, there's one kidnapping us. that we see yeah kind of, but it's yeah. very quick exactly it's, we it's, don't see from his we, we see like kind of we don't see him or really exactly. what happens we just see we barely see kidnapped him. uh which is genius because we're we can be left with this idea of he's doing perfect plans he knows exactly how to do it yeah he's he's tricked everybody because he's master mind genius uh whereas if they had showed us any of it we would have been like you would have gotten caught there and there. Yes, was a mistake. you can start poking we holes. We could have done that, it. yeah. And you know, you don't have to worry about that. It exactly. Can be perfect in, in in your mind's eye. <laughs> now, I was talking before about how he wants to keep the uh, the kids like a certain age forever. Yeah. Uh, the way that we that to me we really know this is when they do finally get into his house and into his ba- basement and into the locked room. There's a complete replica of his childhood bedroom. <sighs> in there and that's where he keeps one of the kids and then there's like the skeleton he's of another one, kid it he's dissolving in the, in the bathtub yeah looks like a bathtub full of blood and fucking metal oh my God. uh that one i was, love that was a good bit of effect like that was just like yeah oh like you only see this in horror movies where they just have like the goo skeletons you know <laughs> you see it in I this and like breaking those. bad has like the goo at the fucking yeah movie. uh <laughs> this is the last that we hear like see or hear about his desire to keep kids a certain age mm-hmm. basically uh there's that line that he says to davy there's the fact that uh he keeps pictures of all of his victims on his wall as if they're his family photos yeah uh and we see that his childhood bedroom is a replica mm-hmm. that he has a replica of his childhood bedroom downstairs he also has there is a line later which makes me think like we the thing I enjoy about this is it gives you room to extrapolate on your own without it yeah. being like you're it's not necessarily us carrying water for the movie. It is like thinking about the implied thing. Like they do imply yeah. things on purpose. Um there's a very like his angry one of his angry lines at um David Davy is it works multiple ways, is you stole my life. That's one mm-hmm. of the things towards the end that he ends up saying to Davy. And it's yeah. that makes me think about like why he is doing this in that something clearly happened at that age. Yeah. That traumatized you know, he was a victim of some sort of trauma, presumably, and he is wanted to go back to that and preserve it and hold it. And through his actions, Davy has taken that away, both in the sense of you took my cover and you took that part of it away from me. Like 
Yeah, that's why. Because probably said that to someone else he's that, killed before. Yeah, like yeah, they at no point make any indication that he suffered a trauma at that age. But that's the exact same conclusion I came to. Correct. Yeah. You know, uh, and having us because I this is it's the type of thing where you'd expect at the end of the movie our hero defeats the villain and like while the serial killers die and he gives his little monologue about like I just I just wanted to keep you young. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's my you know my babysitter hit me when I was <laughs> yeah scary. like we get the like story that in some movies would devolve into a flashback or like things like that but just yeah the big monologue of like why I'm a big scary man yeah. and you're like I'm, okay cool we've, we've told you pretty much all references to it but you can extrapolate the same ideas yeah into just implication I love it lets that. you think of it which and it's not just like I was saying it's not just like oh there's barely anything there it's like it's there on purpose and it lets you do it so instead yeah. of like just telling you, which is good. And uh, it's I didn't really think about it till we were doing this episode, but the having a serial killer whose main thing is that he wants to preserve kids at a certain age forever in a movie where the general theme is loss of innocence and kids yeah. growing up and all that works out really it's fucking well. Perfect. It's I mean it's a great idea. It works out really Again. well almost. Exactly. There's, the the connect between the two is a little sloppy. And I, I don't think we need to cover like most of the plot of the movie because you can you can guess what it is you know they find different Correct. pieces of evidence they do different stakeouts and things and what i want to get to though is the ending yes absolutely uh so like i said when they do find his basement room they're recording the whole thing on the camera they're not supposed to use uh they bring everything directly to the cops which also they just cut to the cops and that's it, that our, was this is you can feel like we're in a Something's off here. Right? Yes. Like, we're in a different kind of movie because this isn't usually how it goes down. Usually, there's like a climax in the house. Usually, or you know, the gimmick would be they're in there, they just got the perfect piece of evidence, and yeah. then cut upstairs to the key in the door unlocking and opening up. Like, yeah. and he's home, so now they have to get out without him grabbing them. Like,. Yeah, but it just uh, goes away. It just goes straight to like we have to leave, and they do. <laughs> like, there's the there's the relief of obstacles. I know I always talk about obstacles in film, but like it's it's a lot to it, you know. Yeah, we have all of a sudden a a, a smooth ride, right? Straight shot to everything being good, and that's it's not normal to see in a movie to get to get denied your climax to just have everything start being good. And it's there's an honest to god worry. There was an honest to god worry for me that it would end at a certain point. I was like, what? Yeah. No way. Because <laughs> it feels it feels absolute, you know, like if they had just gotten out of the house, right, you normally would have seen them heading to the police station and when they yes. try to play the tape, it's broken. You know, yeah, like it's somebody's taped over it or you know, like whatever. <laughs> somebody's taped uh, over it in the time it took to get over there. I was trying to remember what's <laughs> now I'm doing it, but what's the what's the dance that they do in uh the Goonies? That the kid the does truffle the shuffle, the truffle shuffle. <laughs> uh, but no, we cut directly to a room full of cops watching, with, like the bloody skeleton. The key on the part TV. of the footy, yeah, like. <laughs> and the cop directly looking at the parents who are eating their own words now because they grounded Davy <laughs> for doing this stuff, and they're like, "Your your child saved human souls. He's Whoa, a hero. He did. He literally saved yeah. a life because the kid who got kidnapped in the middle of the movie yeah, still is alive. under yeah. there." They grab him and get him out. Anyway, yeah. So yeah. that's great. He Davy goes outside <laughs> and great. Nikki's like, uh, "My parents are hugging in there." 
it probably doesn't mean anything, but still it's nice. And it happened because of you. And she gives him a little kiss and you're like, wow, Davey, really? It's all coming up, Davey. <laughs> Everything's uh, coming up, Davey. And he goes, he's like riding home and his parents are like, we love you. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, Davey. And he's just, he's still a kid at this point. Even yes. after seeing a human skeleton, he's still talking to his mom. He's like, guess everything's going to be different now. And it's still like with yeah. some, some pet, you know. Exactly. Still, like he's still sad and like upset about what he saw. But it's not like, like you said, like he's like, oh, no, I'm a kid who went through a scary ordeal. Yeah. But I'm good. Then he goes to sleep. And you're like, good, because he even talks to, to Woody, Woody. And, and Woody's like, I don't know, man. Fucking that guy's still out there. And he's like, uh, Davey's like, who is the paranoid character? So you're like, whatever Davey says goes. You know, he's as far the right, as how exactly. bad things are. He's like, no, Woody, it's over. He's got, he's, he's got nowhere to hide. Now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you're like, cool, movie over. If, Davey, if Davey's fades. not paranoid, then we're fucking good. It fucking you're they're looking out the window at the police taped house now and it fades to black and it sits for like three seconds on black and you're like, it's gonna roll credits, and then it sharply cuts to another shot yeah. and it's like, oh no. <laughs> and I will say, if you have not watched the movie yet and you did watch this and like listening to us so far has maybe convinced you to watch it. Oh god. The reason that I said not to get uh to, to go watch it first is because of everything we're about to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so get out right none of None of this stuff before is ruined by having listened to this, but like you, you definitely want to watch the movie not having seen this this next part we're going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, this is absolute last chance to get out before real yes. shit, okay? So after the fade to black, very creepily, the uh, the ad, like it, uh, Davy's house is one of those attics where you have to pull down the ladder yes. from the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And just like slowly lowers down, oh and then we see uh, Mackie creeping into Davy's room. Uh, this was on the IMDb trivia page. I don't think it really means anything, but at some point Mackie tells Davy that uh, you know he's been here since. Yes, he, he's literally lived in town before Davy was born, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, when your parents moved in, I, I helped your dad move stuff into yes. the attic, and then he's hiding in the attic." I remember there's a bit of. Which, foreshadowing in heavy quotes because I don't think that's necessarily foreshadowing, but like, it's like yeah, because it doesn't mean anything, you know. It's <laughs> it just literally nothing, it's not like really foreshadowing because there's no like thematic connection there or anything. Yeah, it's just like he it just said sets your up, attic. It just sets up that he knows you have an attic, which isn't bad. Yeah, like it's not bad. That's actually it's, a that's a really good point. Exactly. That's the only thing it does. The foreshadowing the, is that he knows part of the inside of your house. Basically. You're so right because if it wasn't for that, then shit birds might be like you'd well, be like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, like how did he get yeah, in the house? I, I, I know what, it's like because he knew they like he fucking he knew the layout of the yeah. house, knew exactly where to go. Yeah, because it would have been really hard to hide in the closet. Like that's I thought risky. they were doing that for a you second, know? and then they pushed into the hallway, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I'm like, see, it did take a little. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Like the attic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Davy's in Davy's asleep in bed, and he has a horrific wake up as Mackie's right over him, and then immediately gets the cloth over yeah. the mouth. Uh, wakes up in uh, Mackie's cop car with the windows all dirtied over, and um, he's there with Woody, who's yeah. also tied and gagged, who had slept uh, over. Who was this? Is the other key part to kind of bring up? Um, I forgot he slept over Faraday. Yeah. Well, this is the other thing. Faraday and eats abandon the plan 
at a certain point. Mm-hmm. They're the farther lookouts. Like uh, Faraday has to be at the fair where he's yeah. the one who gives the information of like, no, no, he's innocent. He's innocent. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, That's right. He gets eats and he's him like, and eats go away. And they just, yeah. they're like, fuck the, the plan's over. We're not doing anything. Like it's mm-hmm. done. Yeah, so Woody is the only one who anything. decides to go inside the house with him. And then Nikki obviously joins as well. But like in terms of the two friends, it's him and Woody. So Woody's at his house and he also gets grabbed by. Yeah. I forgot that he was also Mackie. at the house. Yeah. I thought Mackie just went around for him. Uh, they're there. The front window of the cop car smashes like a little bit. Like when you hit it with a rock, you know, it doesn't yeah. like, fall into pieces. Um, and the door, the door the, like the, the door creeps open to the back to where they are. And then uh, Mackie shows up at the window of the other door clearly baiting them to to run out of the car yes and then he does a very scary like explaining to them that they're playing manhunt which is a game that they've been playing the entire movie mm-hmm. it's how uh, davy first saw the kid in mackie's house because they hide in mackie's backyard uh if you don't know it manhunt is like kind of like like a, you just it's like tag but you're outside in a neighborhood and it's <laughs> Like hide hide and go seek. Big old hide and seek tag style kind of thing. Yeah, but you got flashlights and everything, and it's scary. Um, I was going to say, by the way, it's really it it fucked me up because I'm just like, why is this scary? It's the exact same game game. we play. It's like, oh, but it's dark now. Oh, I'm talking anywhere. I'm talking about the actual game. Oh, the actual game is scary. If remember hide, you remember how hide and go seek used to be fun? Yeah. Try play try playing it in a dark house with adults. (sighs) It's fucking so Never goddamn mind. scary yep because nah, you're if you let the whole house be open and you're just like people are are not kids you're not they're not like giggling and everything so you'll open a dark ass closet <laughs> and you'll be like there's there's a, such a good chance that somebody's in here and you have to do the thing where you just like reach <laughs> yeah. your hand into the dark it's, to, and they're trying not to for everyone involved you somehow make everyone the victim of the jump scare because you're always expecting either the seeker or the hider to, to jump scare <laughs> yes. the, the other. And it's, yeah, it's just jump scares the game, and I hate it. Um, Big shouts out it's, to it's adult crazy. hide and seek in a dark house. It's, it's also crazy fun. Uh, so you, if it sounds good to you, you should definitely try it because yeah. it's, it's way fun. And it makes you a fun, cool adult instead of an old stuffy one. There you go. Uh, so, yes, Manhunt basically outside hide and go seek and they've been playing it the whole time it, it has been like running through the movie like part of its identity and now mr Mackey's forcing them to play manhunt with presumably where he'll kill them he if will he, kill them if when he, he catches them, them. Like, yes so they're running around for a while they get you know they get messed up and separated davy's trying to to like they find the corpse stump which is they yeah. also get the proof that the sodium hydroxide was being also yeah. used to dissolve body. Like it wasn't for the the yeah. re- reconstruction project was a pure bait and switch for mm-hmm. him. They're, yeah, and uh, basically Mackie's taking them to his island where he does his nefarious yeah. deeds. It's not like an island island, you know, but it's like they call it something island. Yeah, I forget um, what they travel as island. Something like that. Yeah, anyway. it's like still accessible by road, you know. It's not like they're stuck there. <laughs> uh so yeah, they find his corpse, his corpse yard, and Davy's like, "Would like I'm gonna go attract his attention? You run for the road." And Woody's like, "Nah." And Davy's like, "Look, I got you into this. I'm gonna get you out." Yeah. And you're like, "Fucking Davy's a hero. This is the part- this movie's over. Davy's gonna kill him so easy." <laughs> where like it and- would that was very much the part where I'm like, I my immediate thoughts were, 
Davy is going to do the distraction. He is going to be in peril, and the lights of the cruiser are going to come on, yeah, and Woody yeah. is going to hit Mackie with the car and save. Like it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be intense, but it's going to be the same thing of like, we, yeah. There's still an aura of something different here. Yeah, but you're you're now more confident that like, all right, we're going to go for a classic climax here. You Precisely. Know, yeah, we're getting some. Yeah, somebody's going to get like somebody's going to show up at some point and manage to kill. It Maggie. took longer than expected, but we're in the Michael Myers has sat up part, and we're waiting yeah. for Loomis to come in and shoot and knock him off the balcony, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But Davy's running with with a hurt ankle. He gets his fucking has, tendon sliced by. Yeah, Maggie. he has to hide. Well, he's already he has his ankle hurt from when they oh, fell yeah, into he like, falls the corpse pit. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, and You're then right. when he's hiding behind a tree from Mackie, Mackie just like, <laughs> like without seeing like just walks up to his ankle and slices <sighs> his tendon open. Uh, so now Davy really can't run around, and Mackie's like, "Cool, I'm gonna go get the other kid." <laughs> and <laughs> completely hobbles him, and he's like, "Never mind." <laughs> yeah, Davy's like, it's different here right away because Davy's so helpless now. Yeah, you know, like he literally he can't like really run or anything anymore, so he. Has to just like try to catch up with Mackie. Mackie gets to uh, to Woody. Well, Woody's about to get into the cop car, yeah. And then we don't even get a chance to see any sort of struggle or fight. Mackie comes from off screen, tackling Woody Grabs to the him. ground, and pulls out the knife. And you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna go for the throat slit, and then just slices it right open. There is not the hesitation you normally no. see. He doesn't stop to say some shit. There's he no just big grabs the up. knife, pulls There's it no, out, and then yeah. yeah does the thing and you're like well that was pretty finite and like, that was pretty this complete. is also yeah. the thing he has his like he's holding him up with his arm almost like a sleeper kind of thing like you have the arm under the neck mm-hmm. and he's holding him you know he's done the throat thing and he's just like the blood is just dripping onto his forearm and like folks if you were a 19 if you were a fear street 78 fan because they went full bore with the whole kid thing this movie fucking <laughs> It's simpler. There's not as much like you know chaos to her insanity as it was in Fear Street '98 or '78. But this movie fucks you up with its child violence. Like it's yeah. not good. You're like holy shit. Like it, your stomach. There's drops. something about uh, Woody's face. Yeah, I was a very big fan of in this because normally people do like the the like the wi- eyes wide open and like the ah yes. Uh, he has like the his eyes like closed mostly, mostly with just like not like a super sad grimace or anything, but just I don't know. There's like a sadness in his in his it's face like and just like pain like his sadness, face like actually yeah. like yeah like he's in a little bit of pain and then it's like his face just kind of went limp because he fucking yeah. died. You yeah. know, like it doesn't it doesn't feel as much like action. It's like oh you this kid is dead. It's really uh, bad. Yeah, yeah. Which immediately awesome. puts. <laughs> So much more danger on Dave. Like now, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Dave. So you're like, oh okay, god. Davey's Davey's on the chopping block. Yeah. Like this can happen. Exactly. And you're like, because I thought Davey was gonna save him, and then you're like, all right, what is Davey gonna do? And then and Mackie just grabs him, and you're like, oh fucking nothing, because Mackie Davey's a child, and Mackie's the a same trick killer. again. He just backs up into the tree line. Davey comes towards the thing, sees Woody, and Mackie is immediately like, oh, I got him again. Owned. Like cool, yeah. great. <laughs> just fucking camp like yeah, he just spawn, spawn camping. He just camped. Woody and got Davy from it. Um, um, yeah, and then we got this the is where he gives a yeah he gives part his, of the movie. <laughs> finally gives his monologue, which I it it pushes the edge to the edge. It's I, simple enough. I do that. I do like it. it works, but, but it, it's, yeah, it's almost it's close too overt. It's almost too cheesy or melodramatic. Yeah. But it's 
It, just barely. It, it could have been better, but I do yeah. like the general sentiment of like what is going on here. I really uh, loved. I don't know why, and it, it's. I think what you said is completely fair in that it is like you know, like everything. It's a little sloppily executed. But again, I think the performance helps a lot here. Yeah. The fucking, the way Mackie is just so, it's it's this weird matter of fact mixed with this like growing sense of hatred in it mm. of like, I'm, he's basically like, I'm going to haunt you. I am yeah. going to let you go. But he's like, he's like, I so want to kill you. I just want to fucking kill you. That's all I want to do. But I won't. Because it's worse if I leave you to sit and think about what's going to happen yeah, when you, I been, kill you. Like, then you spent so long thinking about yeah. me, and now I want you to keep thinking. Yeah, about like me. it's it, and like, I, it's oh the the line that was really cool is uh like once you're I'm gonna come back like when you're old and you spent every day wondering if this is the day that I'm going to come back for you. And one of these days you're going to be right. Right. And it's yeah. so and he's like, like, so mad at <sighs> him. And he has, there's no like, like trying to explain why he kills kids or why what he does nope. is okay. Or why it's fine. Or he got abused or anything. Uh, Cause again, they don't even mention anything like that. We're just assuming uh, it is just like, no, I'm what I'm doing is right. This is my life. You've ruined it. That's yeah. all I know and care about is that you've ruined my life. It's this mix of like, it's like, it's, it's this weird thing because you see like the justified anger of someone's life being ruined with the like context and the like back, the background of like the serial killer. So like you see him like talking in a way that like, Someone would if there if if you were in front of the person who like took all your shit away, you'd be like, I'm so fucking angry at you. And then like their darkness is behind them as this looming shadow that starts to like encompass it all. And you're just like, you're evil. Oh my god, you're so fucking evil. Jesus Christ. Like, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Like thinking yeah, about it, it, you can definitely poke a little more arrows in it. But for me, when I was in it, I was in it. I was like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> I remember like I, I think it's just that the execution throughout everything is like a little bit sloppy yes. so it, it makes it harder but like yeah overall I really like everything that's happening like the, the last thing that we have is like they they do find Davey and he's in the hospital and stuff and then <sighs> like the last thing we see is him like riding his bike through town like at the beginning doing like his outro monologue yeah. um, but we see Nikki uh, yeah being driven off to presumably call you know like leaving or whatever and they get a very brief moment together Eats and Faraday are destroy are throwing away and destroying the, wood of the, the treehouse, tree and they don't look at Davy because yeah. in their mind Davy got their friend killed. He pushed too far, and he got their friend killed. Like it's forever. It's just irreparable damage. Right. I yeah. I don't. I don't know exactly. And Woody's what, house like, is the, also foreclosed. You know, is being sold as well. Yeah. Like the the one thing that you know for sure is that they're not friends anymore. Correct. Not, not yeah. for sure because they actually say it or anything, but just like the the way that we have people, the way that they look and their faces during this that scene when Davy rides his bike past them, throwing out the planks of wood of the treehouse. We just we can tell they're can not tell. friends anymore. It's so broken. I mean, something is done. I like the, the the idea of it's because they they blame him for Woody. Um. And yeah, and then Davy's like, "Yeah, this this fucking sucks. You never yeah. know who anybody is." Uh, 
every serial killer lives next door to someone. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, God, what are you doing? Yeah. Stop it. Just like, the Again, rest of that monologue was better. The la- you're going to end on First that? First of all, the rest of the, the monologue line of the is movie? better. Like, they do, it yeah. is not as bad. Um, yeah, again, it's another part of like, this is good, but you need, like, this is a good first draft of this. You had to go back and fucking re-go through and think of like, no, 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 let's cut this, that, and this, and add this part and leave this part out. Because, yeah, it's this emotional gut punch of a visual, and Mm. all the narration is like, yeah, we get it, please stop. Like, stop talking. I don't want to hear this right now. Yeah. yeah, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bump this up to a Mr. Cool. You do have to like I feel like in like talk about it a little bit, inspect a little yeah. bit, you know, like poke around and be like, yes, there's there's enough good bones in here that I I find this to be Mr. Cool. But they certainly, you know, they tried to not make it a Mr. Cool. It, yeah, <laughs> they tried to. Love. They there did their damnedest to, to bring, bring it down a rating, and I'm like, no, fuck you. This premise is too good to fuck this yeah. up. Which is, I'm confused why we don't see more movies in this middle area. Where it's like, we movies are usually like, well, this is crap. You know, the writing yeah. is crap. Like, nobody knew what they were doing, or this movie's really fucking good. <laughs> you don't see a lot of movies where it's like, yes, these like these parts were really good, and then this part was just a little bit sloppy, and it's kind of like bringing the whole thing down. Yeah. You know, like, we talk about them somewhat, but like you can feel it in this movie. That's why this movie left me so confused before. It's like there's, there's a palpable feeling of like something is wrong, and... There's also a lot right exactly. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people, I don't know. I really can't speak on the industry, but I think a lot of filmmakers just go, hey, let's or make hunt. let's make shark bait or hey. By the way, which I laughed when I opened uh, up Shudder. What's wrong with Nothing. Um, I opened up, I opened up uh, Shudder to watch this, and the first thing on there was another shark movie. <laughs> I did yeah, see I that like, too, and I'm like, it. "Am I gonna fucking watch that?" Son movie? de la bitch, I hate this. I, what? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta. It's like the reef, something. It's uh, loading <laughs> the reef colon stock colon. St- okay, cool, perfect. Yeah. Um, oh, also misery and Salem dude. There's Plot, a bunch of fucking and Stephen King eye, shit that and show. Creep Show <laughs> yeah. and the Crazies original and... Creep Show. Is, that's so sick. I'm happy about that one. Season of the Witch, Carrie. Wait, Season of the Witch is not. That's a that's a George Romero movie. Yeah. But uh, I was really Carrie, bummed out because they didn't have Martin, which is which is what I wanted from ooh. him, which is the vampire one. Yeah. Yeah. Firestarter. Oh fuck! They got Monkey Shines. Do you know Monkey Shines? It's a George Romero film okay. where a man becomes paraplegic. And so they get him a monkey to help him do stuff, but the monkey turns out to be evil, and it's a paraplegic man fighting a monkey. Folks, yeah. get ready for that episode because that's yeah. so happening Land, at some point. Land of the Dead isn't that great. Oops. Either way, uh, um, just to, is it, yeah. yeah, you should you should go check out Shutter's newly added right now because they are. I, I don't know if they're gearing up for October, but they're bringing up. They're bringing they have up some solid heat. stuff in there. Yeah. They got this is Guar, a Shutter exclusive. Ooh. Fucking. Let's. Well, <laughs> I yeah. We gotta okay. wrap up the episode. Fright, yeah. Fright. Yeah. I was gonna say Fright Night came back, came on somewhere, but I forgot that it's the remake of Fright Night, and not. Uh... I still gotta watch that. I still want to give that a shot. I know you should, and yeah. tell me if I should give it another one because I. Don't know. You weren't a fan. I mean, I, mean, I get that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just get from New York. Nothing beats okay. Prince Humperdinck. 
Okay, anyways, we want to thank Eyes of Astoria for a wonderful theme song and Melanie for writing our Instagram. You can ca cause, you can catch, oh. catch <laughs> Melanie can catch. or John you from. You can catch anybody. <laughs> that's what it was. You can catch. <laughs> Uh, you catch Melanie or John from Eyes of Astoria on various episodes, which you can find by going to thebloodystream.com and checking out the podcast people section. Hell yeah. A uh, big shout out to our sister podcast, Downtime with John and Emily, the to how the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. You can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at bloody stream pod and we will talk to you same bloody time same bloody channel